Hey friends, welcome to the Grace and Gratitude podcast, where it is my heartfelt mission to inspire and encourage moms to be the best they can be for the glory and honor of God. Motherhood is a beautiful, wonderful gift, but it can also be really challenging. I believe with God's grace and an attitude of gratitude, we can find the joy in motherhood that we are called to experience. Thanks for being here. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. I am feeling very, very refreshed today, and I want to share why that is in hopes that maybe this will encourage someone else to take some similar steps in their life right now. I announced in my last podcast episode as well as all over social media that I decided to give up social media for December. So at the time that I'm recording this, it's only December 1st. So granted, it's only been one day, but it has felt so great knowing that this is going to be an entire month. And obviously, everyone always has a choice to, you know, I could continue it into the next year if I wanted to. But I do see the very beneficial aspects of social media for the purposes of, you know, my grace and glad- grace and gratitude platforms and whatnot. So for this month, to be able to focus more on the holiday season and family and God and everything that is important and to take away the whole comparison game and different things that we get caught up in, I have decided to be completely off of social media. And what that looks like for me is basically Facebook and Instagram. I am not one to use uh, like TikTok or I have Pinterest still on my phone because I like to look up recipes, but I'm not like interactive on Pinterest at all. I do have the Facebook Messenger app because I communicate with a lot of people that way, which I should probably get their phone numbers just as a means of knowing that I have their info without Facebook. But anyway, I digress. It has felt great today to have a little more free time and to be able to focus on the different ways of staying in touch with people. I've texted a few more friends than I normally would have. I have been able to put a little more time and attention toward obviously my family, which was the whole goal. But once the kids are asleep, it's like that me time that I have in the evening, I usually waste a little bit of it on social media instead of actually taking steps that will better my myself, my life, my business, my home. And without the distraction of social media, I am able to more intentionally take steps that will better myself, my life, my home, my business. So what that looks like for me tonight is recording a podcast episode because these have been happening a little infrequently, uh, a little less frequently than I would like. So I'm happy tonight to bring to you a recap of the Comfort and Joy Workshop. So my last podcast episode, I was announcing the Comfort and Joy Workshop and then the Comfort and Joy Workshop was hosted in my Facebook group and the replay and everything is totally still available. That'll be up for as long as it needs to be. Uh, You can access that actually through my website, which I am so excited to announce. Uh, I announced it on social media, but again, the whole thing with social media, especially this time of year, I read a crazy statistic about how increased the sales or like the ads are. So like big companies like Amazon and Walmart are running so many ads that the normal stuff that people see on their feed is way, 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 way down. Like engagement is way down. So it makes sense that my Comfort and Joy workshop and announcing about my website and a few different things that I did in the last weeks of November 
really did not get a lot of engagement, which was a little bit discouraging, but also just reaffirmed for me that I wanted to take a step away from social media and kind of just enjoy this different approach of being able to communicate with people via my podcast, via my email list, and via my website. So back to what I was saying about my website, you can access the Comfort and Joy replay through my website. There's a tab on there called Workshops. Uh, My website is graceandgratitude.us as in us, so graceandgratitude.us. So you can review the replay, but this episode is going to be giving you a little rundown of it. Sorry, I was quiet there for a second listening for my sleeping kiddos. Okay, no crying. So this podcast is very real and very raw. I do not plan to ever go back and edit things out. Uh, If I need to stop and listen for a kid, you're just going to be with me for that. So I, this is about as low tech and low key as it gets for podcasts. You should see my microphone setup. It is literally a little tiny microphone that you clip onto your shirt and I'm holding it out in front of me because it's better that way than being on my shirt. And yeah, I just sit wherever's comfortable in my house and start speaking from my heart. So I've had some amazing feedback from people saying that episodes have brought them to tears. Episodes have been exactly what they needed to hear. So I'm going to stop letting things get in the way of me recording these because I really, really think that God is putting certain messages on my heart that need to be shared even if it gets interrupted by me checking on a kid or even if it is not the most ideal setup as far as technology is concerned. Anyway, so our little recap here, basically the way I started off the workshop is putting into perspective what this last year and a half has looked like for everyone. So obviously, as we all know, we are in, still in, a global pandemic and I am absolutely not here to talk about any sort of political side of that, which is, you know, anyways, no, I won't talk about it at all. (laughs) But I will talk about the impact that it has had, no matter what side of the beliefs you sit on, it has had a major, major, major impact on everyone's mindset, everyone, everyone's mental health. I mean, there are some really bizarre statistics of how much like depression, anxiety on all ages has just gone through the roof ever since March of 2020. So the scenario I gave in the workshop, and I'm going to give this again because I really think not a lot of people had a chance to uh, view the workshop and a lot of people are just more so podcast people than video people, which is totally fine. The only difference of viewing the workshop is that you have these little slides with little visuals and little wording to help you follow along. But you can totally get the same just out of listening to this episode. So the visual I gave it everyone is like, imagine you're driving in a car, all is well, normal little drive. This was us going through life in March of 2020, right? All was well, things were normal. And then this global pandemic hit and everyone I mean for pretty much everyone who's alive right now this is probably the biggest craziest thing that has happened in your entire lifetime I mean there have been world wars obviously but most everyone since the last world war is mostly no longer here so this is like the biggest event of anyone's life that's a big deal So when this happened, you know, the scenario of driving in a car, everyone tensed up to like brace themselves for what was to come. They're all tense. They're all, you know, what's about to happen? What's about to happen? What's about to happen? And you know when a car is coming to a stop, it's like slowing down, even if it's not an accident. But when a car is coming to a stop, it like slows down and then you're waiting for that final like 
jolt, you know? No matter how soft it is, there's still that little jolt where you know like, okay, we're now stopped. Or if it's in the scenario of being a big accident happening, you're waiting for that really big jolt. Either way, you're kind of tensing yourself up, like waiting. And what I feel like happened is here we are a year and a half later, actually almost two years, and everyone is still tensed up. It's like the pandemic has not ended. Things are not over. In fact, if anything, it has gotten more crazy because one thing has led to another, led to another, led to another, led to another. There's a lot going on. And everyone is still all tense, like bracing themselves for what is to come. And what I'm here to say to you is what if what we're bracing ourselves for, the light at the end of the tunnel, the end in sight, the whole pandemic to go away, what if that never happens in your lifetime? I'm not saying that to be like negative or discouraging or anything, but what if getting back to quote unquote the old normal, like what if that never happens? What if things are always going to be different? So I'm not saying that to be like embrace the way things are. Not at all. I'm not like a pacifist by any means. I'm not saying like stand by and do nothing. (laughs) What I'm saying is everyone is in this state of like, well, I feel a little depressed and a little anxious on a regular basis, but it's fine because we're in a pandemic. Ah, And it's like, no, no, no. You don't get to use that as an excuse anymore because it has been almost two years. So regardless of the fact that it is still the state of the world, it's been long enough that you need to readjust your approach in life, your approach in your mindset, And you need to buckle down and like figure it out. I know that sounds a little harsh, but us as moms especially, we completely have the perception of the world. Our child's perception of the world is in the palm of our hands. Completely. Depending on how old your kids are. But if they're too young to even be like consuming any sort of news or media, their perception of the world is completely up to you. So you can either allow them to think that the world is this horribly dark place or you can allow them to see the beauty that God has created in this place we call earth. So it's completely up to you to filter that down to your kids. And I think we all need to just step back and realize, okay, I am no longer going to use the pandemic, the events of the world, yada, yada, as an excuse to be in a less than ideal state of mind. So I hope that makes sense. It's like we need to level up our our mindset game. We need to level up our good habits. We need to level up our prayer life. We need to level up filling our cup. We need to level up all the things that will make us happy and fulfilled and able to be a good person to do a good job in this life knowing, loving, and serving God. So that actually was a little more of a tangent than I even covered in the workshop but that's because it is just it's honestly a lot easier for me to do a podcast episode because I don't have to follow my slides I get to just speak whatever feels like needs to be said so from the whole pandemic uh perspective we're gonna jump to why is this like more important now than ever so right now December of 2021 take this as an opportunity to say like Yes, everything that I just said, yes, yes, yes. I am going to absolutely take this, like take control of my life right now and decide to be proactive about my mindset and about my happiness instead of reactive. I'm going to decide what things coming into my life are 
making me happy and what things are not and go from there to eliminate things if need be and seek after different things if need be. So why are the holidays so stressful? There are some crazy statistics about how much depression and anxiety go up during the holidays, which is really sad because it's supposed to be like, you know, the most wonderful time of the year and so joyous and all that. So what is it that makes it so stressful for people? Responsibilities, people trying to like please other people, getting our majorly long to-do list done, hanging out with people we may not necessarily like, um, going into crowds, whether it's shopping or parties or whatever, crowds make some people very anxious, and overall just like a standard of perfection. And so I think this year more so than probably many other years, people are probably under even more stress because it's like you already have the whole pandemic stuff going on and then now you have the holiday season and you're trying to make it extra special to maybe make up for what the last year and a half has looked like and it is just it's a lot it's a lot to take on so what I'm encouraging you to do is take a step back and look at your approach to the holiday season and kind of ask yourself like okay is the amount of work that I'm taking on the amount of food I'm cooking, the amount of parties I'm throwing, attending, everything that you're doing. Is this fulfilling to my family in our season of life right now? So everyone's in a different season of life, right? And for some people, maybe a couple who is retired and doesn't have any kids living at home, for those people, it's probably very doable to go all out, totally decorate their house inside and outside, throw all the parties, make all the food, host all the extra gatherings, do all the things, send out the cards. They have time to do that. And we can choose to either compare ourselves to them and feel really down and feel really like unaccomplished that we didn't do all those things. Or we can choose to look at it from a bigger, like take a step back, look at the bigger picture of it and realize, okay, they are in a very different season of life than I am. It is okay if I don't send out Christmas cards this year. I actually made a post about that and a lot of people were like, oh, it's the worst thing ever. I hate sending out Christmas cards. Then don't send out Christmas cards. It's that simple. I I decided a long time ago, okay, not a long time ago, probably a few years ago, I would identify as like the time that I really started listening to a lot of podcasts. If you haven't listened to a Brendan Burchard podcast episode, I encourage you to do that. I swear that man changed my life. (laughs) He is all about growth mindset, growth mindset, growth mindset. And if you have no idea what that even means, then all the more so you need to go listen to some of his episodes. I started listening to him when I was just, I don't even remember. I think it was one of my other uh, business endeavors. Maybe maybe it was one of my multi-level marketing attempts. And I was just trying to, you know, do the whole personal development thing that people always talked about. And I started listening to Brendan Burchard. So the whole growth mindset that I started really, really, really getting interested in a few years ago. And I would, I would like to say that I feel I have come a very long way. It's the whole thing behind grace and gratitude is moms not just reactively going through mom life, but proactively seeking the best versions of themselves every single day. That's the whole thing behind it. So for me, what that looks like in this context of talking about taking on more than you should during the holiday season, it's having the the mindset to say, you know, making Christmas cards and sending them out is is more work than it's worth to me. And that is okay. If you're a people pleaser and you're going to be like, oh, but everyone will be so sad and mad at me. 
Well, then you got some work to do on your mindset. You can choose that it's either something that is worth it to you because it fulfills you to make those people happy, to send them those Christmas cards. And if it fulfills you to a full extent, then you won't mind doing it. But if it's not fulfilling you to a full extent, it's going to bother you to do it and you're not going to want to do it and you're going to totally like resent doing it. And maybe you do it every other year. That's kind of what I've gotten at is like I do it I do it now and then and that's okay. So having having that mindset of always taking a step back and saying like, hey, I am not going to compare myself to that person making those perfectly cute cookies with their toddlers because, you know, maybe my toddler is just a lot more outgoing and daring and it's going to stress me out to try to do something like that even though that person has like the cutest cookies ever. Just not comparing yourself, not allowing seeing other things to put you in a negative mindset during a time of year that is supposed to be joyous and wonderful. Okay, so up next on my notes here, this is really good. I want to talk about the different sources of stress. So why is it that we watch like these old-fashioned movies, maybe if you watch the show The Waltons or like Little House on the Prairie, just like older shows, you see the holiday season and it seems like something so like free of stress in a way like it seems so perfect and magical and innocent and easy compared to how it is nowadays and we have to ask ourselves why is it that in a in a day and age where we have all these different like technological conveniences grocery pickup recipes on our phone you know store-bought things that people buy instead of baking because they just taste better all these different things that should be saving us time and yet we find ourselves with less time than they probably had back in the day. Why is it that all these things that should be making it easier are actually making it more stressful? Why is that? I believe with the conveniences of technology comes the not so great stuff too. And what do I mean by that? The distractions. So you have you know, social media, which I already talked about as far as the whole comparison is the thief of joy you know, going on social media because, oh, it's so great to be able to share our holiday season with friends and family and allow others to to share in the joy of us cutting down our Christmas tree or the joy of us baking cookies, all these things. Well, alongside that, how long are you scrolling and allowing yourself to see these other posts and allowing it to get you down? Uh, different, you know, technological platforms being Pinterest and comparing yourself to all those perfect pictures and, you know, advertisements, Amazon, scrolling through things on Amazon that you're not even going to get that you can't even afford. And then it's making you more down because you're like, oh, I wish we could afford all these things that are on sale, blah, blah, blah. Advertisements, obviously just putting more in your head of making it all about material things like this holiday season that should be about, of course, beyond everything else it is about Jesus God becoming man Jesus being born his birthday that is absolutely hands down the meaning of the season and yet we're allowing the world to push 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 in our head that it is all about all these material things and how perfect your cookies look and how soon your Christmas cards got out and how perfect your your dinners are and did you get cookies for all the neighbors did you bake all the right pies and breads for the whole neighborhood all these crazy things that people have gotten so carried away with. And let me add that some people are totally happy to do all this stuff. I am not one of those people. I am not 
I'm not going to take on more than I should. I'm not going to take on more than I know will allow me and my family to have the happy, intimate, magical holiday season that they deserve. My kids are very young and they do not know the difference if I take them to do all the things or not. They only know what they know. (laughs) So I'm not going to go about, you know, trying to do all these bucket list things that might be more than we can handle. I'm not. I'm going to take things one day at a time and do what is fulfilling for our family. So last on the list here with technology was our phone. Our phone should be making things more convenient because we have all these things that quick and easy access and yet how much time are we wasting? How often are we on our phone when we should be 100% present with our kids? All these different things. That is why I gave up social media for December because I just felt like it was so in line with everything I'm talking about here that I was like, okay, I have to. I I have put it in my head now, like the emphasis of this that I can't not give it up at this point. So just being very being very, very careful and mindful, hypervigilant of what you are allowing yourself to spend your time on, what things are causing more harm than good. A really helpful thing to do is to like write down or print out some affirmations for yourself. So saying things like, I make good use of my time because I am a steward of the Lord and time is a gift from him. I love saying things like that. I am a good steward of my time or I am a good steward of my money. That would be something good to say if you find yourself with tendencies of overspending. I can't believe the statistics of people going into debt over the holiday season. It's really sad. It's like, hey, guess what? The holiday season comes at the same time every year. So either budget throughout the year if you know that you're not going to have enough money by not budgeting, or if you didn't and you don't have enough, then that means you're going to have to do with a little less this year. It's honestly, it's very surprising to me how normal it is for so many people. Like, it's always a talk on like, radio shows like January and February is talking about like paying off your holiday debt paying off your holiday debt and I'm like are you kidding me why are people going into holiday debt (laughs) it's really sad and really crazy you don't have to keep up with the Joneses just do what you are able to do so anyway a little tangent there on the affirmation but a good tip on affirmations is putting it in the present tense so not saying things like I will make good use of my time, but literally saying I make good use of my time. That is that is a, a scientific study that putting it in the present tense like that doesn't give your, your brain any room to budge. You're not saying like, oh, I will make good use of my time because then your brain is like, okay, cool, you will, but when nobody knows, great. You're saying, no, I make good use of my time. Your brain only knows what you tell it. So if you're telling it, I make good use of my time. I am a good steward of my time. I am a good steward of my money. We will have a wonderful, happy holiday season. Whatever you want to tell it. That's what affirmations are for. I think affirmations are very powerful and effective. And the best kind, of course, is when you incorporate God into them because then it's like a prayer affirmation. So quick side note that I actually did compile some Christmas season themed affirmations on some beautiful little digital prints that you can that you can access for free um i will put the link for that in the show notes here so it's going to be just something for you to put in your email and then you'll get emailed those affirmations it's actually a link to the replay for the workshop so obviously you don't have to watch that since you're already listening to the summary here but you'll be able to put in your email and then you will get sent an email that includes a link to the to the replay 
the video replay so you can watch it or not. It's kind of the same thing as this episode here. And then attached to that will also be a link with the affirmations, a little digital download. So they're little four by six um, dimensions. So you can actually print it off at Walmart or wherever for super cheap. There's like, I already forgot how many. I think I made 30 of them. A pretty good amount. <laughs> and along with that is also a printable of something else that I'm going to cover here at the end of the episode. So going over affirmations for yourself and just in general being better about managing your time and other habits that may lead to stress. So what is the biggest component here that is going to allow you to carry this out? So you're hearing all this and you're like, okay, that's great. Like that sounds awesome, but how do I do that? It's a mindset. It is completely a mindset. So establishing the mindset now, like right here, deciding here and now, that is going to be what is going to give you that strong foundation that you need so that you don't fall right back into old habits. Social media is literally made to be addicting. Advertisements are literally run by professionals, like trying to capture your attention. There's a lot out there to get us. There's a lot like the odds are basically stacked against us. So we have to be so adamant and so proactive about maintaining this this happy and joyful mindset that we are determined to have. So what is that mindset? What is going to be the most effective number one thing to keep in mind so that you can stay strong against the stress and overwhelming tendencies and truly experience the comfort and joy of the holiday season? It is going to be remembering the reason for the season. Remembering that God became man. If you're watching, uh, if you watch the replay right here at this point when I talk about this, I have a beautiful little image of baby Jesus. Obviously, it's an actual like photo of a newborn posed in a stable, but it is so adorable and just really gives you the visual of like meditating on that, that he became, he became man. This beautiful, perfect, of course, it is God, infant being born in a stable. It is the most beautiful, of course, it is the beginning of our our redemption that Jesus would then, you know, live his life for us to be an example and to be our savior and to open the gates of heaven, all these incredibly, infinitely meaningful things. And just meditating on that, remembering that that is the reason for the season. He came and he did this for for you and for me, for your kids, your family, all the crowds that you're dreading going out and dealing with. He did this for everyone. <laughs> and to sit here and make it about anything else is is really just a disgrace to him. That is that is so sad and disrespectful to him to make it about all the worldliness and all the material things. It's like going to a birthday party and just indulging yourself and all the freebies all the appetizers the open bar or whatever and not looking for the person whose birthday it is and wishing them a happy birthday we're missing the whole point if we make it about everything else other than what it is actually about now obviously jesus wants us to be happy and wants us to celebrate so all these things that tend to take over the holiday season it's not that they're necessarily bad but it's about finding that healthy balance Okay, so not being afraid to say no. I'm gonna try to wrap this up with a few ending tips here, but not being afraid to say no. In general, just knowing like what is going to not do you any good. Like, okay, if I commit to that thing, that's not going to be good because I'm gonna get stressed or I'm gonna miss out on my kid's recital if I say yes to that charity event or whatever it is. Now I know it's it's the season of giving, but it's completely a balance, okay? So asking yourself with everything, 
would Jesus want me to do this? Like literally with every decision that you come across, like, oh, should I make that extra thing? Should I do this extra commitment? Asking yourself with everything, would Jesus want me to do this? Like sitting there scrolling on your phone, wasting time. Would Jesus want me to be doing this? Probably not. So just have that in your mind all the time. And draw this line for yourself and stick to it make this make this commitment for yourself make the resolution for yourself and stick to it so making a budget deciding yes or no on certain traditions setting deadlines if that's going to help you with your to-do list in general just slowing down and enjoying the holiday season because a lot of the time i think me especially i'm a a doer and a overachiever perfectionist like i try to get all these things done And oftentimes, the very moments that make up the most magical parts of the holiday season, those are the moments that often we completely let slip out of our hands because we're caught up in our to-do list. For example, baking cookies with your kid and you're like, no, 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 just go watch a show while I bake them because we're in a hurry to get them done for X, Y, Z. And that right there, that opportunity of letting your kid help you was maybe one of the most magical moments of your holiday season. Those are the moments that at the end, when all is said and done, you look back and those are the moments not only you remember, but they remember. So, right, the irony of saying that, oh, we do it all for them, we do it all for them, we do it all for them. Okay, but are you really, like, are they they getting the back burner as you're sitting there saying you're doing it all for them? Are they getting, like, crummy dinners and no attention because you're so caught up doing all these other things that are actually for other people as you're sitting there saying oh we do the holiday season all for them so just having the presence of mind to say why am I doing this is it pleasing to God being really good about establishing your priorities and quick little note on priorities this is something that might have been more helpful for you to have a visual with but I'm going to just break it down briefly on the podcast episode here I mentioned on social media a few weeks ago about a book I was reading called A Mother's Rule of Life. And I didn't completely finish it, but I got enough of it that I have something really uh, beneficial to share. So a way that this mom, so she was a Catholic mom and she was homeschooling her kids and life was super crazy and she was trying to figure out a way to essentially organize her life. And she broke it down into the five p's so all of them start with a p just to be easier to remember so this is an order of priorities in your life so the number one priority was prayer number two person meaning yourself but it just is person to start with a p and go with go with the five p's thirdly partner so your spouse fourthly parent and fifth provider meaning if you are a stay-at-home mom taking care of the house or if you are a working mom, your job. So those five Ps, prayer, person, partner, parent, provider. I think that's so helpful to keep in mind. Like, okay, prayer is absolutely always number one. Person, putting yourself, yes, yourself above your spouse and above your kids and above your household duties because the whole cliche thing of you can't pour from an empty cup is absolutely true. You need to be taking care of yourself and not neglecting yourself to meet all these other people's agendas. So this is actually the printable that you will get with the affirmations is I made a little uh, printable. It's a Christmas tree and it has all these tiers, five different tiers. The bottom biggest tier is prayer because without that big bottom tier as a foundation, the rest of them would not be supported. So I gave this visual of like, what if you try to take care of all the other ones first? Person, partner, parent, 
provider. And then at the very end, you said, oops, I forgot prayer. And you stacked prayer on top. The tree would topple down because you're trying to put the biggest layer on top of all the other smaller, fragile, delicate branches. It's going to be top heavy and it's going to tip over. It doesn't work. You have to put them in the priority that they're meant to be. So prayer as the number one priority and then yourself and then your spouse and then your kids and then your household duties or job if you have a job or both because you know working moms really have two jobs because staying home is completely a full-time job as well. So that was the visual I gave and giving is the ornaments. Um, Giving and donating your time, donating your money, giving baked goods to others, giving uh, you know committing to different charitable events and whatnot. Those are all the ornaments that you get to put on the tree. So if they're evenly distributed enough, it works and it looks good. But if you stack a whole bunch of ornaments on one tier, like all on partner, you like you stick it all there because you're taking away from your time with your partner to do all these other charitable things, it doesn't work. The tree is going to look weird because it has all these ornaments in the very middle instead of being all spread out and evenly distributed amongst the different areas. I hope that visual works for you not looking at any slides. Um, Obviously, as part of the workshop, I had actual (laughs) visuals, but I think that works all the same. And again, if you do the link to get the affirmations, you will get that printable as well. So it'll make more sense when you get a chance to look at it. So to summarize, I just want to remind you that this holiday season is completely, completely what you make of it. So a few resources that I want to point out that I have available to you is obviously the free affirmations that you'll get if you do that link as well as that other printable. And then if you so choose to do something different with your prayer life, something like you just feel like something needs to change, I highly encourage you two different things I'm going to suggest here. One, if you don't already have the version Bible app, I absolutely love that app. It is how I start my every single morning. And secondly, so the the Bible app has just like a whole bunch of different plans. You can actually add people as friends, which is cool because you kind of get like notified of people's activity if they're completing a plan or if they save an image or if they highlight a Bible verse. It's just cool to like have that sense of community there. And then secondly, what I want to point out is my morning routine book, which I've talked about, I think, in a couple of episodes. Uh, Basically, it is a a book for a morning routine for moms or actually really anyone (laughs) that I created. I designed page by page completely myself, had it professionally printed. It has a nice little cover, front and back cover, spiral bound um, to be easy to, you know, flip through and write in. And it is really, really, really helpful to just be checking off those boxes of like accomplishing things, everything, every single day. And it's actually a great a great resource to pair with other reading plans. So some people have been like, oh, I, I love the idea of your morning routine book, but I can't buy it because I have all these, you know, journal, all these prayer journals I just got from um, the Daily Grace Company or something. That's a really popular one. They have a lot of really cool Bible reading plans. And the cool thing is this journal actually goes great with those things because every day, the only thing that's on the day is a Bible verse and the rest of it is blank space for you to write and then boxes for you to check. Like, yes, I did my affirmations. Yes, I did my habits for the day. Yes, I did my three things I'm grateful for. Um, If you go to my website, I have a whole page explaining what it's all about so that you can see if it's something fitting for you. But for me personally, it has been 
an absolute lifesaver, an absolute game changer to just always have that to start off my morning. So every single morning I am making my coffee, sitting down, opening up my morning routine book, and I have either my phone or my iPad with the YouVersion Bible app. I do my reading from there, my writing in my book, and it is just a recipe for a great day. And what better way to kind of kickstart your holiday season than to make sure you're starting off each and every day with him, who is the very reason for the holiday season. So I hope some of this resonated with you. Again, I'm going to provide those links for uh, not only my website, but also the direct link to get the replay and the free resources for um, the Christmas affirmations and the other printable download. If you go to uh, my website, I should mention the Morning Routine book. I have not only a physical version available, I have like a 30-day version and a 90-day version, but I also created a Christmas version. So it just has a Christmas cover and the rest of it um, is the same as the other 30-day book, but it's all digital. I did not get a printed version in time to sell for this season, but I did create a digital version that you can get for a more affordable price than uh, the physical book. So either way, if one of those is a great fit for you, awesome. If not, no worries. But I hope that this episode resonated with you and I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful, meaningful, peaceful, joyful, and blessed holiday season. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy mom life and tuning into this episode. If this resonated with you, I would appreciate a review on the Apple Podcast app, as well as just sharing it with a friend, someone else who might find my message helpful. I'm praying for you, my friends. Keep letting your light shine. Till next time, God bless you.